I got a question in email uh, from Lara. Thanks for reaching out, Lara, about thermal transfer and thermal break specifically. And she was asking about lizard skin versus other products such as mass-loaded vinyl or wood as a thermal barrier. Now, let's back up a second here. I, I consulted uh, several sites about this. I mean, I had my own ideas about it already, but I always like to reach out and get information from experts in the field. There's a good site called buildinggreenrv.com, and I will link to that in show notes. It's right there in your podcatcher. A thermal break or thermal barrier is an element of low thermal conductivity placed in an assembly to reduce or prevent the flow of thermal energy between conductive materials. The opposite of a thermal barrier is a thermal bridge. Lara was curious if she should use lizard skin or something else between her 8020 and her connections to her outside walls and floors and ceiling, I, I assume. And I am not a fan of lizard skin in general in vans. I think lizard skin is great for some sound deadening in cars, such as a trunk for stereo systems and things like that. But the effort that it takes to prep the surface so that lizard skin will stick, it's a spray-on material or roll or brush-on, I think is too much. And then my experience with coatings, and I have a lot of experience with coatings as an old painter, is that... Uh, I I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to add a a liquid coating that has to dry and all the circumstances have to be perfect for it to harden properly and adhere. So I don't want to do any sanding of paint or removal of dust or (laughs) any of that stuff. I just don't want to deal with it. And furthermore, it's it's actually not a very effective thermal bridge. And I'll add another link in show notes that that supports that opinion. Lizard skin is a fine product. It, I just don't think it's the best product for this scenario. So anyway, I, I did some more kind of looking around and reaching out, uh, including contacting George Morrow of the Humble Road YouTube channel and asked him specifically what he, uh, what he uses. And I said, I have a quick question that's not at all controversial. That's a joke because installation is always very controversial. Go to um, go to any Facebook group about vans and then search for the word, word insulation and you'll, you'll find every post about insulation has hundreds of comments. And there's always flame wars going on. So yeah, let's see. I have a quick question that's not at all controversial. Do you recommend you slash use mass-loaded vinyl for a thermal break between outer wall and 8020 connections? If not, then what? Uh, thanks in advance. And he replied, I do use mass-loaded vinyl as a thermal break. I had one commenter say he used it and di- and it did transfer heat through to the 8020. There's that controversy I spoke of. I have not heard that from either of my two vans out in the wild. I use butyl tape as a squeak inhibitor. And he also uses the adhesive rattle trap sheeting, which I'll talk about in another episode. But anyway, if you're in the mood to geek out about that a bit, you can read the article on buildinggreenrv.com where you can see just how little transfer occurs between these small mounting points. And he actually uses a, a thermal camera to show the thermal transfer, you know, heat passing through the wall of the van wherever there's a metallic connection such as 8020 to the outside of, of the van or floor or ceiling. I'm popping in for a few seconds to let you know that you can get all seven daily episodes of the Campervan podcast for the coming week in advance, plus the Van Sage newsletter delivered to your inbox every Sunday evening. 
There's a link in your podcast app right below this episode. Pause this show for a few seconds to click that link or head to vansage.com where you'll find a sign-up form so you can get the free podcast premium feed and the weekly newsletter loaded with excellent, valuable van life articles, pictures, links to resources, and more. So actually, I, th- I think that the thermal break issue in this instance is probably a bit overblown. But if someone like George is going to be doing it, I do it too. I mean, and I always have used something. I don't think that wood is a good idea between some metal and the outside of the van, and especially something like a counter or a cabinet or anything that has some weight when the van shifts around or when people lean on it and use it, it's going to be uh, actually have some force applied to it because wood breaks down over time. You know, even if you sandwiched a piece of really high quality cabinet grade plywood between a piece of 80-20 and the outside of the van, eventually that's going to to shake loose if it's wood. Whereas mass-loaded vinyl is going to compress and that compression uh, will will keep things tight. You know, probably that stuff can break down and work loose too. It's, you know, it's one of the reasons to make sure that your, whatever systems you install in your van are modular and can be removed and improved over time. So if you need to loosen a bolt that is holding, that is anchoring some aluminum or other material to the outside of the van or the floor, you can get in there and loosen it and replace whatever your thermal break is at at some point. So yeah, so that's how I feel about that. I really like mass-loaded vinyl. I think it's an amazing product, not only for thermal break, but more importantly, actually, for noise and deadening, for insulation in general, and for noise reduction. So that that those are my feelings. Thermal break, I do it, but I think it's a bit overblown. And you know, if if you've gotten to the end of your van build and you didn't do thermal brakes between metal mountings and the outside of the van, I. I probably wouldn't worry about it much. Yeah, those are my thoughts on that. And again, I've got some links in show notes. Take a look. And thanks to George at Humble Road for answering questions. And thanks again to Lara for for asking. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to bandsage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. Each week I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to Vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. 
Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've got the blue about me, so-and-so, and the dog's got the blue about me. Morning. It's my heart full of been crying.